You're listening to The Sweets Podcast. We've got the best in entertainment, health, music, lifestyle, oh yeah, hot topics. Find out what tea's been brewing right now on The Sweets Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Chris J and welcome back to The Sweets Podcast. How you doing, Sheikah? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Um, we recorded our first one in a long time a few weeks ago, and now we're back doing another one. Um, so I'm excited to talk. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world um, that I feel like we need to sort of give our take on. So let's hop into it. All right. All right. It's time, it's time for what's brewing. First up, we have Tyler Perry's new Netflix series. Well, movie rather, Fall from Grace. So, if you didn't get a chance to see this, I encourage you to, to watch it and get your own get your own take on it. Um, there's a lot of debates on whether or not this movie is a good movie or not. So, I like to hear your thoughts first, and then I'm gonna kind of share mine after yours. Uh, thoughts on the movie? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't want it to be like biased i am a fan of tyler perry's work but i don't know um i think it was a a good movie i think it was good for him i know i hear a lot of people like bashing it heavily but i think he sticks he's good at sticking to what he knows and sticking to what works from for him. Um, I heard somebody say the movie was like his worst movie ever. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of harsh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's his worst movie. And then, like, what are you comparing it to to call it his worst? Like his other works? Or are you comparing it to other people's work? Well, I think for me, I watched it with a few family members and we were, we were excited, you know, to watch it, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really going to lie. Like there was, there was excitement around, um, watching this movie, but I feel like I put it this way. The movie had great potential, but it just, it was very mediocre. Um, and it didn't, the plot points were okay okay um the overall story was okay but i don't feel like the story was told in the best way like it started out in the as this like um you know blast from the past or just you know telling it from you know the lady in jail you know she's telling it as if they're in some future point which is fine but it was kind of like i just i don't know i i me and I'm saying this because I'm in film school and of course I'm not like I'm not Shonda Rhimes you know but I know enough to like give a critique on a movie it just it wasn't his best work it wasn't his worst but it wasn't his best um either I think one thing that people keep pointing out is just like um these wigs you know it's just like um yeah I'm like what in the world? Like, what in the Cam Zosiac is going on? <laughs> you know, going going on. No, no, <laughs> no. 
I'm like, this is season one Cam Zodiac wigs. Like he took. Oh off. my goodness, the, that those were struggle. With. I mean, but <laughs> hey, everybody has their own come up, so I'm not even mad at her. She worked with what she had until she had better. But <laughs> um, I, I heard the movie. Well, I heard, I read that the movie was shot in five days. Do you think that had anything showed. to do with? Huh? And it showed. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think that had anything to do with that? I think he was thinking he could have this great moment like he had with that movie Acrimony that he shot in five days with Jiraji P. Hinton. But I feel Ooh. like um, it just didn't, it, it wasn't the same. I feel like part of the issue is like Tyler Perry, you know, and this is my issue with him. You know, he, he makes this big studio, presents to the world as if, you know, he's making all these jobs for people and whatever whatnot but you refuse to have a writer's room that's where a bulk of people need work in you know what i mean like he has all the tech people and all that kind of stuff like that and he's talking about when you walk around he was on um gma he's like when you walk around my um my studio you see diversity and all people represented but i'm like what about the writers you know what i mean forget race what about the actual job like the writers and this is why i feel like he kind of lacks because it's like he's not getting uh, feedback beforehand. Now you're getting feedback afterwards, but if you would have had feedback in the process of making the movie, it could have been way much better. But you refuse. You want to be this, I'm Tyler Perry, I'm independent, I did it all by myself, I made my own table, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but your product you keep putting out is not the best. The food you keep putting on the table is not, it's not edible. You know what I mean? So it's just like, stop. He did not say it wasn't edible. Oh my God. <laughs> stop saying <laughs> That you know, you're, you yeah, you made your own table, but it's like your product you're putting out was not the best. You know what I mean? So it's like I feel like part of the issue is like he's not getting constructive criticism from the right people because it's like he's shutting off those outlets. I think he has like maybe like two or three people he goes to, but it's like okay, like obviously they're not working, so you know you need to switch it up a little bit. And like once again, I'm just speaking from what I've learned from film school. It's just like the writers' room is important. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want a writer's room. I don't want a writer's room. Well, how are you going to, you know, if I was in your writer's room and I read the script, I would have told you like, okay, I didn't like um, how slow the beginning was. We need to do something in the beginning, you know, here to make it kind of like, you know, the first 10 minutes of a movie, you can really lose or gain an audience. And it's just like you're you're right. I stuck it out because it was you know I was I just wanted to see what happened, and it got really good at the end. But I was like, um, you know, overall I was just disappointed. But I think his problem is he just refuses to have a writer's room, and I don't know. I I think we live in a world where everyone wants to be Miss Independent, Mister Independent, and it's just like you need people, you need you need the right people, of course, but you need that group. To tell you, yeah, um, you know, this is Tyler. I think you need to spend a few more days on this. Don't push this out in five days. Yeah, but do you also think that the handful of people that he does have around? I mean, him as far as you know, the writing goes. Do you think they're afraid to say, "Hey, maybe you should look this over again"? Because I mean, well, we don't know the dynamic you know, of, he claims so much happened when he did have a writer's room. I don't know. He's like, and then he said the other line, like, oh, uh, my fans 
I know my fan base or something like that. And I just like, you know, <laughs> put it this way. Like, I love my mom's macaroni and cheese. But if my mom made macaroni and cheese every day of my life, I would get tired of it. I like that analogy. You know? I like that. That that was the best way to put I like that analogy. Okay. It's like you can't keep feeding someone the same thing. Like, and she'll do this periodically. Like when she finds out I really like something, like I'm I eat in waves. So it's like one every few months. And this is just an example, like I like toaster strudels or something like that. And then she'll go buy toaster strudels, you know, and and see if I want to eat them every day. And I'm like, no, I just wanted those for a period of time. Like I've changed now. I want something, you know, else. And it's just, I feel like it's the same thing here. It's like, you know, you can't, what worked for Medea may not work for Fall from Grace or what worked yeah. for Everybody may not work for this. It's just, I don't know. He just, he just assumes that, you know, we're going to, receive the same thing from him every time and it's I don't agree with it. I don't um like I said, I mean what do you think could have made this movie better? <laughs> um ah, I don't know I don't know because in my opinion, the movie was everything I expected from Tyler Perry. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like when I go to see a Tyler Perry film, I pretty much expect you know what you're getting. Exactly. I don't expect anything more. I don't expect anything less. I know what I'm going to see when I when I go see a Tyler Perry film or when I um see a Tyler Perry show. Uh, <laughs> so as far as making it better, like if it was a situation where he wanted to, like he was like, I'm going to try something different and then it was a flop, then I would have been like, yeah, so you should have, um, you know, there's no problem with you staying the writer or staying, um, being Mr. Independent, but I definitely would have advised, um, you know, like maybe sample it in front of some people. I don't know if that's a thing. Just like, yeah, you know, do, Can you let some on pre-screenings. There we go. That's what I was trying to get to. I couldn't think of uh, the word. I was like, sample it. Get, but... Like get some feedback ahead of time. And yes, from valuable people, not just the same people who always amen you and, and, you know, Whoopi Goldberg loves him and, Oprah loves him and this person and that person love him. But he, that's what I said. Like, he goes to the same people who are going to give him the same BS. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, yeah. Um, you know, just do it like a random thing and do a pre-screening. Yeah. And, and get the feedback. Make them, like, take a survey type thing. Like, they don't even let them know that it's a Tyler Perry film. Just It just be at random, like, and can I say this too? Excuse Go ahead. I feel like one of the things that make his movies so familiar is he recycles the same people. I don't know if I felt like I was watching the have and have nots movie watching this. You know, my sister pointed this out. I was like, it's the same apartment or something. It's very similar. And I know he uses the same stuff and that's fine, but it's just like, you know, 
you got the same light-skinned cop from the you know another show and you know it's just like i don't feel like some of the actors were the best in it either so i was just like i don't know that recycling thing works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't i just feel like he just needs to take his time pace himself um and just stop trying to like break his own records you know what i mean it's just like give us something good instead of just trying to like you know win a trophy in your own head Okay, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just me. I mean, I no, no, I understand what you're saying. Like, um, when you see somebody, uh, so much, you, um, I'm trying to think of an an actor and their character. It's hard to separate an actor from the character because when you you um when you get invested in a show. And you see an actor in one light. That's why it's hard for some actors to actually go from a serious role to a funny role. Because it's like, I've only seen you play serious parts. So when you have um, these actors that are in these shows that have all these episodes. And then you put them into a movie in the same or similar roles. It feels familiar oddly familiar and it's just like well he keeps saying this this mess about the, the leading lady like that was in the movie like this is her first leading role she's never had a leading role well why do you think she hasn't had a leading role oh jesus i'm not doing this <laughs> come on oh. I mean, i'm just saying like i'm not trying to disrespect her or nothing because i feel like she was actually good but i just feel like he just i feel like he's just trying to break his own or like he's got this own checklist in his head and it's just like that's all he cares about is like self fulfilling, you know, fulfilling his own selfish ambitions and stuff like that. And I feel like it just takes away, like you know, um, sh- this woman is not. I mean, he had Felicia Rashad, Rashad in it, and he had the um, Cicely Tyson, and I, and I yeah. just kind of felt like you didn't do them justice because Cicely Tyson was just this old woman who got like two speaking words um, in the whole entire film, but yet you have her going around doing press, <laughs> you know, for I can't do for the movie, you know, and I'm just like, I'm kind of confused because I'm like, yeah, she literally had like, I want to go home. I want to go home to my house. I live on, you know, whatever the street was in the movie. And it's just like, okay. Tyler, like, you have some great actors in here who deserved better. And for some reason, like, people have this assumption that Cicely Tyson needs work or Felicia Rashad needs work. They don't need any work. Uh, Cicely Tyson is on, on one of the number one hit TV shows on ABC, How to Get Away with Murder. She plays Annalise's mom. So it's like, she doesn't need any work. You know, she doesn't need Tyler Perry to make it. I've seen a lot of comments on the internet about that. Like, oh, she, you know, this person, that person. Felicia Prashad doesn't need Tyler Perry. I feel like these people are doing Tyler Perry favors, if anything. Uh, I can hear you. I I hear you on that. Um, As far as, you know, her doing the promo and only having a couple of lines in the movie. I mean, I think that was a smart move on his end. Because think about it. Wouldn't you want to have somebody that's... um, or even like Felicia Rashad, when you want to have somebody that people are going to be like, oh, she's in the movie. I know it's going to be good. 
So he got, I mean, he got the views. He might not have got the ratings, but he got the views. Well, I mean, I, can uh, see, I see what you mean there. But at the same time, I just feel like, you know, he's trying to, I'm making this lady a leading lady, you know, and it's just like, you know, <laughs> is she going to be remembered for this movie? Oh, de- oh yeah. She's going to be remembered for this. Um, there's, you know, it could be. <laughs> Dang, that came out the way. Um, she's gonna be remembered for it, whether it's in a good light or a bad light. She's gonna be remembered from it. Like you're that woman from, you know, Fall from Grace. Just well, we're about to forget her right now. Let's move on. Uh, (laughs) Adele. In other news, Adele. Um, she's recently made headlines. Uh, she's lost a significant amount of weight, and apparently, people have a problem with people losing weight now. So, what? <laughs> Why are we having a problem with people who? Well, I think it's the she, whole thing about as... um, people like how they saw the person when they loved that person's music at that time. So it's like everyone loved Big Adele because Big Adele gave us the best hits. So far, and I think it's the same thing with what's that other white guy, um, Sam Smith. You know, he was kind of chunky when he mm-hmm. first came out, and he had great music. And now, like, you know, he's got one or two bops, but like, no one's really listening to Sam Smith's whole album like they do Adele's um, album. So I don't know why people. I think it's just because people relate her. You know, that certain they want her to be fat because um, it makes them feel better. I feel like, or whatever. It's weird, but what do you think? It is weird because you wouldn't want your idols to better themselves. Like not saying that her being smaller is, you know, better. If she wanted to stay bigger, let her stay bigger. But I feel like she dropped the dead weight, which was her marriage. Yeah. And then she also dropped the weight on her body. I feel like it was just like a um, a symbolic thing. When she shed the BS, it just came off. And uh, I think when people... Because people change as, you know, as life goes on, people change. But I think that shows growth. Like, okay, she's growing. You don't stop growing just because you you made it big or whatever. Um, and we don't know what kind of health problem she has either. Exactly. Lose weight. And I will say this, I mean, to your point, um, I'm not going to go into detail, but, you know, the people that know me personally know some of the things I've gone through the last two weeks um, with people in my life. And I've, I recently changed my hairstyle. Um, So it's kind of similar in the same way to where like, you know, she's dropping, you know, you said that dead weight, dead weight of her marriage, you know, and she, her change or her way of showing change was, you know, a revenge body, you know. It it might not even even have been a revenge body like i think people sometimes they overthink it it could just be like this could have been something she's been wanting to do but again just like her fans like i like big adele um the hubby could have liked big adele too (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it uh it could be a thing that she's always wanted to work out or she's always wanted to get in better shape but people you know people related so well to the previous Adele that they were people don't like change. No, they don't. You know? So they resonated with her so well and they're just like, you know, oh, Adele got skinny. I can't relate to her anymore. Whoa. 
Well, I think some <laughs> of the youths went through this. I feel like, um, is it Ruben stuttered when he first lost weight? Like, it was kind of like, and I guess this is kind of like my fear for her because I'm sorry. When you look at Sam Smith's career, it's not as popping as it was when he first mm-hmm. came out and he, when he was Big Sam. Now that Slim Sam is like, you know, okay, he's got that nice song with Normani, but now it's like he's got to fight extra times harder just to be noticed because people like the way he was. So, yeah. uh, Same thing with um, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. When When she dropped weight, it's like her career dropped too. Like, I, I'm pretty sure she's still making music. Um, but, she depends on like I don't know that for a fact. She depends huh? on like um movies and um hosting and stuff, you know, to kind of like carry her career. But she you Yeah, have, but people used to listen to her. As soon as she dropped that weight, they they stopped listening. <laughs> like uh Maybe I, I don't like <laughs> literally they just they and it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's like okay, just let these people be great. <laughs> exactly. If that's what's working for her, then let it work for her. You know, I don't see why. Because I know other people, if they had the opportunity and the money to hire a trainer and to hold them accountable, that they would be doing the same well, did thing. Did she? Do that or did she? Um, did she go? And or getting surgeries. I'm sorry. Did she do that or did she go under the knife? That's what I'm saying. Either that or surgeries. If they had the money um, to where they could sit and recover and they didn't have to go to work or whatever. Well, you know, a regular nine to five where they had enough in their bank account where they could go under the knife or to where they could hire a um, personal trainer to hold them accountable or a chef to, to, to cook them healthy meals around the clock and snacks. Like I would, I would do it. Like if I had somebody to, I wouldn't go under the knife, but like if I had the money to hire a personal trainer or somebody to call me every morning, keep me accountable. Like you go into the gym this morning, I'll see you at the gym, blah, blah, blah. If I had um, a chef doing meal prep for me, like I don't see anything wrong with it. I do the meal prep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I had that, I would I would take advantage of it. I mean, I meal prep for myself right now. Sometimes it gets tiring. It's, so I mean, I've you been know, doing like a- it for two weeks, and I've kind of, like, slipped up already because it's just, like, it, it's tedious. Yeah, it does. So I would pay somebody to do that for me, and that would keep me more on track because they would switch up my meals. Like, I'm out of <laughs> – at this point, I can't think of any other meals that I want right. <laughs> to make. But I'm tired of my current meal prep meals because I've been eating them, Jesus you know, God. around the clock for a couple weeks. <laughs> so I'm not, I, I just don't think, ugh, we. it's not cool to start supporting somebody because they want to better themselves or because they want to um, change themselves. A lot of people have, uh, what is it? little I don't want to say insecurities. A lot of people have that 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 one or two things that they would change about themselves if they had the money or opportunity. Uh they may not speak on it or talk about it every day. And these what people forget is celebrities are humans too. Well, like that could have been something 
I, I want to say this you know? because I feel like it just depends on where you're at. I don't feel like her career is going to go down a drain with her losing weight. And I say this because she's at a point in her career to where she's gone and left and gone and left, but she's had strong comebacks every time with each album and people just want to hear her music. She really has. So I feel like she's not going to drop, but I feel like a lot of, when you look at it, a lot of these people like Jennifer Hudson, Ruben Studdard and um, Sam Smith, they, they were big for like one album and then they like started to lose weight the next album. And I think it kind of like, it just depends on where you're at in your career to where, when you're doing it to where, if people will be receptive um, to you, but because because Adele is more seasoned, I don't feel like she's going to have the problems that Sam Smith and the rest of them have. Yeah, but I, I think also people haven't noticed that she's actually been losing weight with every album. I mean, this time she's dropped the most, but she's been losing weight with it. If you go back in the day to like very first Adele, and then you go album by album her face and her body like is smaller and smaller well like no it was kind of like what i'm saying you know like she she's just not abruptly doing it like like you know i feel like the rest of them their weight loss was very abrupt you know abrupt excuse me uh it happened fast you know but hers is like each album so it's like she's had like six albums already so it's just kind of like you know she's given us time to adjust to her changes you know um in a way, whereas Sam Smith is kind of like, oh, we only get to see you as Big Sam for once. And I'm not saying I agree with what these people are saying, but I'm just thinking as how they might think. You know, it's kind of like, I can't deal with these changes. Like you're saying, like, ultimately, I think it just comes down to people just can't deal with change. They want people to be how they want. They want people to look how they want. Um, you know, and it's Adele's choice. Um it's her life. I think we should focus on her music instead of what she looks like. Because her losing weight is not going to make her get up there and shake her butt like Beyonce does. <laughs> well, I think, I think sometimes it's what it is. People want people to be like Beyonce and, you know, this whoever else. And she's like, she's already told us she's not going to do that. She's going to stand there with a mic with the mic stand, swing back and forth and sing. She, her, her voice does the work, not her body. That's so, true. So we're going to move on, though. Um, <laughs> NeNe leaks from the Real Housewives of Atlanta recently made headlines because her new bestie, Wendy Williams, slipped up and shared some personal information about her um, on her show. So what Wendy said was that Nene is going to quit the Housewives next season. And, and of course, Nene came back and said, this is not true. Nothing's been decided. Um, whatever they talk about in private should remain private, so forth and so on. So my question to you is, is Wendy in the wrong? Mm. Ah. Ugh. If ah uh, man, okay, so Nini and Wendy are supposed to be yeah. friends, good friends. So if they're, they're good, you know, friends and they're confiding in each other, 
Um, I don't think I do like, I don't think Wendy should have said it. I do think she is in the wrong. I basically think she, you know, broke girl code, broke friend code. Um, Cause it's just like, if you were to tell me, if you were to have a private conversation with me, like not up here uh, about something you're, you're thinking about doing in your life. And I just brought it up. Well, I think the thing about it is she brought it up in such a weird moment. She was interviewing Jerry O'Connell and it was like, why are you talking about Nene in the middle of a Jerry O'Connell interview? Like, I just feel like it was not, it was a difference because there, there are moments to where Wendy's talking about the Rehousewives of Atlanta and then she's gotten permission from Nene or Nene sent her in a statement because they're friends and Nene has given her permission to, to say it, you know, um, on TV you know, and then she'll read the quote. But this wasn't that kind of situation to where she was reading a quote. She shared something that was very personal. And I don't think it was Nene saying that she was going to quit. I think Nene just had an off day of filming or an off day of, you know, you know, the show's on air right now, which just might have been an off day to where she just called Wendy Invented. Like, I don't want to come back next season. Da 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 da. I'm going through this, that, and the third. And it wasn't, it wasn't for Wendy to go and make it a hot topics. Um, thing so it's just kind of like i don't know it's, i know dini said that she's not dropping winning as a friend but you know she's kind of like side side eyeing her right now so i think we all are side eyeing yeah. wendy i mean um <laughs> i don't know i think she's wrong i mean yeah I was it wasn't cool i think she cool. broke friend code i do think she broke friend code I mean, I would feel the same way. Like, I didn't tell you to go on TV and say this. And just because you have celebrity friends doesn't mean you can just, you know, spill every single detail that the person tells you in private just because I'm a talk show host. This is my job. And, you know, I have to do it. No, that's BS. You know, there's still a level of respect. You chose to befriend another celebrity. You could have had, you know, the boundary to where I don't, I'm not going to befriend my guests, you know, on the show. But you chose to befriend her. So you need to respect the rules and regulations of friendship. Straight like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. It's just, I, if I trust you enough to confide in you, and that's a big decision. That's something that could actually, um, that's something that has an effect on Nini's career because it's like, oh, she told you she was quitting the show before she, you know, quit the show before she talked to Andy, um, the producers or whatever. Of before the sh- she talked to Andy, I'm sorry, go- yeah. Um, so it makes her, it makes it look bad. Like, oh, you've told everybody you're quitting, although it could have just been one person she told. Um, and so for you know opportunities in the future, that kind of you know messes her up. Because it's like, oh, you know, you can't be trusted. You, I don't know when you're going to quit. You could tell your friends. Next thing you know, um, I'm thinking we're doing another season. And after the recording of the first episode, you're just out. Well, here's, like, here's you another quit. thing. You know, um, not too far into the season, you know, Nene and Andy had a little disagreement. You know, Andy went on TV and made a joke about Nene on his show. And Nene didn't like it. So it's kind of like, you know this can really hurt that if they've, you know, moved past it, you know, or haven't even moved past it. And it's just kind of like, um, 
you know, she could be putting her in a bad position with Andy because, you know, it's like, oh, there you go. You're mad at me now. And then all of a sudden, you know, you go and exactly. put the show on me and not have courtesy to talk to me. Um, and, you know, someone had a nerve, the nerve to say that Nini is just trying to be relevant. I think that is a bunch of crack. I'm like, Nini not trying to be relevant. She loves the show. She is the show. She would, Why would she put out that she's going to leave the show? What benefit does it do her? You know, she, she's the self-proclaimed queen of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't feel like she's trying to be relevant here. This didn't come from her. I don't feel like she, I don't think she, I don't think she put Wendy up to it. I think Wendy was just being messy. And she, uh, yeah, that's yeah. in Wendy's nature. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that because I don't feel like Nini was trying to be relevant. You know, she is relevant. You know, the girls argue about her on the show every week. You know, like, <laughs> she's, <laughs> you, know, I mean, you got the snake gate. Who told Nini, who told Nini that Cynthia recorded her? Da, 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 da. You know, it's just, it's just stupid, you know? So it's just like, she has no reason to be fighting for a spot. I think... It's different. It's different. Nini's position is different than um, Vicky Gunvalson from the Real Housewives of Orange County, who recently quit the show. Um, she quit the show, and Vicky and I'm making this correlation because Vicky and Nini are both OGs of their franchises. Um, Nini actually brings drama to almost every episode she's on. Versus Vicky, who kind of just like, you know, her storylines get dry, you know, or have gotten dry every episode. So it's kind of like Vicky, if Vicky did this, then I would say Vicky is trying to be relevant. But because Nene brings so much to the show, there's no need to say that Nene is trying to be relevant. Because Nini brings the drama to the show, you know. It's Nini versus Kenya every week, you know. So it's just we know who the show is about. So let's not get it twisted out there, trying to say that Nini's trying to be relevant. Don't ever come for her ever. I would gather you myself. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Um, Megan and Prince Harry are—they've <laughs> kind of made a splash in London. Um, they yes. recently stepped down from their <laughs> royal duties. Um, it's quite interesting. Yes. What do you think about it? I I love it. Yes. Break royal yeah. protocol. Yes. Like I'm I'm all for it because it's in a it's in a positive way in my opinion. It's not like it's oh I wanna be um reckless and yeah you know not you know irresponsible and things like that it's just like you know megan was an actress before she met harry um you know a decently successful actress and then harry was also doing his own slightly independent things as well uh before he met megan and got engaged and got married so i don't see anything wrong with this Harry's always uh, taken a more non-traditional approach to his royal duties. So 
I'm happy. Like, I'm happy for them. It's, they're taking, um, like, a step back or, what's the word? I don't know. But I know they want to make their own money and live their own lives. And I'm happy that they're they're doing it. But but I was going to say, I was going to ask, because I don't feel like we don't, I felt like we didn't really know the official reason, but you said something about money or something like that. So I'm mm-hmm. a, is that the um, reason they are stepping down? They want to um, make their own money and whatever and whatnot? I, I think they do want to, I think one of the reasons might be money, but I really think the reasons is they like, okay, so Harry, before he was married, there weren't too many restrictions on him. He was pretty much living his life uh, as a bachelor. Same thing with Megan. She wasn't a royal at all. So there was no restrictions on her as far as what she could and couldn't wear. I see Megan getting dragged in the news every other day about, oh, she's wearing an off-the-shoulder dress. Or this is breaking royal protocol that none of the royals are supposed to wear (laughs) off-the-shoulder dresses. Oh, she's not wearing tights today. This is against royal protocol. She should all royals must wear tights with skirts. And it's just like, ah, eh. her skirts are already past her knees. I don't see anything. She's not flashing us. She's in, you know, in my opinion, from what I've seen, she's, she's dressed very respectfully, but because there's all these restrictions on what you can and cannot do as a Royal, I think that has put some stress on, right. um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, on both of them on, uh, just, as far as them wanting to be a part of the um, well, royal family. I mean, like, as far as them being do seniors. You feel like, Go ahead. I mean, is he doing this for her or for them, you know, together? You know? I think it's I think it's a together thing because Harry had his, his bit of freedom as well. Uh, it wasn't just Meghan. They both have – they were both living – sort of kind of free lifestyles because see for Megan this was something totally new. This is something she hadn't done before. They for Harry, he grew up in it, but unlike his free brother, before I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, but I don't I, I just exactly. I guess I'm kinda I'm kinda confused because I'm like and I don't know how things work over there, you know. Um you know, and this is I'm like eleven percent British. <laughs> according to ancestry so i don't really know everything about everything that goes on over there but i'm trying to figure out what in the world because the headline is like they, they're stepping down from their duties but what were their duties you know what i mean like um they're not the queen and um they're not i mean he's a prince but he's not the prince that will take you know the throne uh at any point so i don't really understand what they were um sort of stepping down from i guess i feel like they're stepping down from the need to just be confined to that household and that palace the whole you know and i kind of want to i found an article from my friends at the insider that kind of like talks about some uh, it says 10 royal 10 royal protocol rules prince harry and megan no longer have to follow Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. I believe it's the um the rules, not so much you know their their uh, place in line as far as who gets thrown. I believe it's the rules because I was talking about you know 
her, the restrictions on her and the restrictions on him, especially now that they're this. Well, here's uh, one. Uh, I'm going to go through the list again. This is from my friends, the insider. Um, this is, these are things that they, they can do now. Um, number one, they can now hug and kiss their fans. So I guess they weren't allowed to, um, really get close with their, the people of Britain. Um, this particular quote says, no. as well as an etiquette yeah. rule, it poses a major security risk if someone is able to get close to them, um, that they are able to touch members of the royal family. Um, so that's understandable, but, you know, um, they're, they're different. You know, I feel like the people there, from what I read, kind of feel distant from the royal family in a, in a way. And kind of like their wedding changed everything, you know, uh, over there. So number two says they can sign autographs, which is no big deal. Um, Number three, and I think this is this this might play a big role in all of this. Megan can go back to acting. Yes, yeah. I don't. I think she. I really don't think she was happy. It looks like she was forcing a lot of her smiles because that's, that was her livelihood. But that was also, it seemed like she really loved doing that. And when you take away something that somebody loves to do, you know, well, it's not like she. I'm looking at a picture of her um, and she just kind of looks dry and kind of like I'm not. And I think this this might answer our question. This number four says. Marco and Harry are no longer required to represent the queen at official royal family events. So I guess they were so having to attend so much stuff. And this is a long list. (laughs) Um, So, you know, who, who knows the amount of duties that they actually really had, but I mean, I think it's great that they're stepping back um, from it. I think they're going to move from there, actually, and go somewhere else, um, which is great. They need to get away from that. I think there's a lot of tension with um, Megan and Kate. I feel like Kate's kind of jealous of Megan. Megan's sort of there. Freedom, her her ability to stand up for herself and be like, I want this at my wedding, you know, if I'm going to have to follow all these other rules or whatever, the least I can do is have that, some of the that, things that I want that and wedding really started I like at my I mean, wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shardy was upset that she didn't have to... Um, <laughs> She was upset that she didn't have the guts to stand up for herself and be like, because she was a, what is it? She was a commoner. She wasn't a royal either. So uh, there was probably things she wanted in her wedding and things she wanted in her life as far as how her kids were presented to the world, like when she was born. And then like Kate comes from, she wasn't famous at all. Like nobody knew her till she was with Will. So there was things I think that she was upset. She was afraid to stand up for. Whereas Megan, well, she was a celebrity. I guess before. it's like this thing to so, where like, okay, Kate may have not been a royal before, but she was certainly from there versus Megan. So I think that's there's just I'm from here. I should be getting the praise and I should be honored and stuff. Because you know, I mean, Megan. I feel like Megan gets both. Like she gets 
she gets praised and she also gets, you know, ridiculed, you know, for being different. But people really people like her differences and then people don't like her differences. Um, but I just want to read this exactly. funny um, meme. Not a meme, but like I guess it's it's the name of a it's a title of an article, but the article I guess was trying to uh sort of poke fun at what was going on. So it says, thirty um, five year old father of one decides to move out of grandmother's house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, wait, what's the what's the background on that? Yeah, really. Because yeah, it's, it's tickled you. They're joking, Harry. Okay. So it's like you know. <gasps> oh, yeah. I can't do that. No. Oh, okay. I I'm slow. Oh gosh, it it just clicked. Oh, now I see why you yeah. were tickled. They need to stop. <laughs> why? Is yeah, it's tickled? about it's about Harry. I mean, <sighs> however you look at it, like I said, I feel like yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of our a lot of our stories today the sum of the story is they're they are grown. They're adults. They can make their own decisions, you know. Um and I feel like he's they're agents of change. They don't want to be boxed in and they know where they can make a difference. And sometimes you can't make a really make a difference in your hometown. You know, I think people have, like, they want you to come back and do all this kind of stuff like this and da 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 But, like, you know, even the Bible talks about it. A prophet's not honored in his own country. You know, you you go out somewhere else and people love you. But when you're, when you're in that actual place where you're from, like, you don't often get the respect that you, um, you know, that you need. Like, I can actually relate to this now. Like, I don't feel like I get the respect I need being around here. But I'm pretty sure when I get out of here and I start meeting people and getting a place where I actually am called to be and can make a difference. I mean, I feel like things would be a lot better. So I kind of can relate to Harry in a way to where it's like, you know, he's not really honored in the way that he should be. Um, yes, he made a lot of mistakes. He did a lot of stupid things in his, you know, younger years, but he's really, it's a coming of age story. He's really coming to his own. Uh, he stepped out and married his woman, you know, it's, it's He's not getting the the love and attention that I feel like he deserves. Um, so I mean, I I wish him the best. Um, I don't think that she's gonna act um, just because I feel like she's still in a position to where it's kind of weird to have a princess, um, you know, making out with another guy for on a script. You know, for the sake of a, of a show, so I don't, I don't know. I don't personally think she's gonna go back to acting, but I mean, the door is open, um, for that certainly. So, like I said, we here at the Sweets Podcast wish them the best. So, that's it for today. We'll see you guys next time, and thank you guys for tuning in. Yes.